0: Exploring Faith and the Future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr.
1: Camille Majdali. We're talking through one of the most important character traits. We're talking about wisdom. Camille, when we talk about wisdom, is there a definition that we need to adjust in our thinking so we understand
0: what we're talking about when we hear about the wisdom of God? All right, Neil, I'd like to offer a simple working definition or at least description. Of wisdom, wisdom which certainly in the ancient Near East and in Asia, for that matter, till now is highly sought after, because people there understand that when you get wisdom, you get everything. You win. Part of the expression: win the jackpot. (laughs) Part of the saying that. But you know what I'm saying: that you inherit all these good things. Wisdom can be described as showing good judgment, having sound action and being prudent in your planning. Gleaning from your experience or the experience of others so that you basically learn from both the mistakes as well as successes of others or of yourself. To me, that's a very good way to begin to describe wisdom. And then, of course, when you apply it to life itself, what will happen is you will find yourself winning the battles, reaching the goals, and a phrase I love to use, bearing the fruit that God always intended. So that, to me, is the beginning of wisdom. It applies in your work, home life, and most of all, in your spiritual walk. When we study the Bible, we
1: are looking for those things which are the wisdom of God for our lives, those things that are timeless, those things that are not going to change with fashion. There's something that is strong and foundational about looking for the wisdom of God. And in that definition that you've just given, uh, those are the sorts of things that we're looking for in our lives to give us stability as we look towards the future.
0: Well, that's right. And wisdom doesn't just benefit the individual. It benefits the family of the individual, the place of employment of that individual, the church that individual is part of, and therefore by extension, the community and even beyond. It is such a win-win proposition when you seek wisdom. But on the other hand, if you do the opposite of wisdom, if you are a person who is simple, and I don't mean lacking in intelligence, I just mean you don't, you're too lazy or too distracted to seek these higher things. If you're a scorner, meaning you're you're cynical and scoff at everything, can't be done, been there, And, and no matter what is given to you, there's always a negative, gnarly reply. Or if you're just downright foolish, you won't listen. You may not be lacking in intelligence, but you won't listen to wisdom. All of that not only brings terrible consequences to you as an individual, but it also can adversely affect others especially ones you care about. And to me, it's one thing to bring the house down on yourself, but when you're bringing the house down and it's hurting others, that really is wrong. And that should be an incentive to get wisdom. There
1: is a sense, isn't there, that you need to humble yourself. If you're looking to turn around from that position of foolishness or simpleness, as you've mentioned, to become a person who seeks after the wisdom of God. A certain level of humility that puts our own personal uh, personal pride aside and says well maybe I haven't had it all together and maybe I need the wisdom of God.
0: Well yes, humility and admitting that you have a need, you've fallen short, you made a mistake, or even that you sinned, is a very good starting point, Neil. But remember that Humility does a wonderful thing. It attracts the grace of God. Pride, on the other hand, (laughs) sends the grace of God going the other way. Humility attracts it, and from humility and grace will come all the wisdom you need to get through life and to come out on top.